0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on CookieCast it's the football podcast and it's everybody all, all here at once, all hands on deck. That's right, everyone's here, we're talking all the games, not many to talk about but there's last week's games to talk about and this week's games to talk about so there's still stuff to talk about. Football news, changes in rules and all sorts of things like that. So let's get cracking. Before we do, It's the point in the time where I ask you people, you lovely, lovely people, that if you're not subscribing, please do. Wherever you get in your podcast, please do think of subscribing, because it's a big help to us. Now that's out of the way. Let's get on with the football podcast. So this is CookieCast, the football podcast.
1: recording in progress
0: well there you go without uh, without further ado i'm just going to go straight over to the host and let him do the uh, intro duties paul
1: hi hello everybody that's right it's your it's your weekly fix of football based nonsense from with a with a, with a particular northeast east riding and East Midlands flair, I suppose, East is the Midlands. Uh, way to go. Yes, that's correct. It is the football podcast. Lovely, lovely, lovely.
0: So, where do you want to start? Well, we've got
1: a nice format, haven't we? So, why don't we, uh, why don't we dive straight into last week's games and see uh, just how many points none of us got, etc., etc.
0: You say so, that.
2: It points this
0: week. Say that now. Then I'm reliably informed, week in week out, that at this point in the season, we're down to three games a week. So in theory, our opportunity for points would go down. But when there are skilled men amongst us, that's not necessarily the case. Let's find out with. Middlesbrough versus Swansea City. Paul, most of us thought this was going to be a comfortable Middlesbrough victory. How comfortable was the victory in actual fact?
1: Well, we were correct in the fact that it was a Middlesbrough victory... Is uh, that they were able to uh, keep a clean sheet? They finished Middlesbrough one, Swansea nil. Now, at some point, I do expect Stu to jump in here and say, "Well, it probably shouldn't have been a one-nil win. It should have been a one-one draw." Is apparently Swansea had an absolute nailed-on penalty turned down, but I've seen the replay and uh, he doesn't touch it. So. But yes, the one, the one and only goal that was scored. Was scored by Isaiah Jones of all people, getting his first Middlesbrough goal.
0: Now I had to double and in fact triple check that uh, Jones was in fact the goal scorer, as I'd never heard his name mentioned before. <laughs> so was like, I am looking at the right thing. Is it an uh, is it an own goal from like a Swansea City player or something like that? But in fact, no. Jones is the correct answer. The, uh, so the thing that might, the thing that might make uh,
2: Matt, particu- in particular, happy is the I fact that is he the right back?
1: He is indeed the right wing back. So it's the possibility that they, that Middlesbrough might not need to recall Jed Spence in, uh, in January. Uh, uh, he's, he's definitely coming back. I think I, I don't know if there's any debate in that. He's, he's definitely he's going
2: to be. I think, gonna, gonna be, gonna I be think even come. even for even just if Middlesbrough are trying to rinse. A million out of Forrest. I think that that's the kind of thing that that had gone been had been rumoured around Forrest was that they were going to, start to say, "Oh well, you know, we're, we're going to recall him But yeah, if you want to keep him, uh, you know, to quote, uh, to kind of paraphrase uh, Tom Cruise, "I'm sure with money."
0: But, yeah. I wasn't sure if Paul was trying to uh, to to rib Matt there. Uh, before it all panned out. Because uh, when I said most of us. Had Middlesbrough down to win. Not all of us had Middlesbrough down to win. And uh, in fact have dropped points. Because of of that reason. So um, nobody got a correct score. So it's just points for Paul, Stew, and myself. Um, as previously pointed out, this is a new name for the book, so nobody pulled that name out and uh, anybody who might have put Swansea down to score obviously there's no points there so, starting off nice steady away points, points, points job done let's move on and see if we can get more those lovely points that we crave week in, week out so Nottingham Forest Peterborough United these two teams have something in common and that is that they played football against each other and we go over to the Nottingham Forest fan to say Matt, what happened in this game
2: well, I think there's points, points, points for everybody in this game because Forrest ran out 2-0 winners with a couple of spectacular goals um, all round. I think the collective total of about nine yards out um, for both of them. So uh, James Garner bundled in his first goal of the season. I mean, I genuinely... They gave it as a grab and assist... And uh, that's that's loose, loose, in the loosest sense of the word, as it it hit his heel and went to James Garner, and it just happened that he was there to poke it in the back of the net. Um, And then the second goal was just a spectacular affair, as uh, Ryan Yates charged into the uh, penalty box, and it hit him and went in, would be the kind of thing. And he ran away celebrating it like he'd smacked it in from 40 yards out. Get
3: um, it going off
2: his chest in the end. I mean, it might have touched every part of his front, apart from his. Uh, his kind think it kind of hit his chest and then rolled down his belly and clanged it off his knob. So um, <laughs> it was. It was not a not a pretty goal. Not a pretty goal by not a pretty player. Um, would be the kind really? of thing. Really, Ryan
1: Yates? Yeah, not easy on the
2: eye. Oh, I'm astounded. It's, it's one of those things. I, I think I said to you guys is that like it's, it, it was it was the absolute whipping boy for the start of the season. And I think unfortunately was like an example of everything that was wrong with Forrest at the time. You know, um due to playing not to lose, lots of ball being. Sideways and backwards and stuff like that, and he was the main culprit. And he's been a bit of a whipping boy anyway for the Forest fans. Um, and it's it, and then with Steve Cooper coming in, it's kind of changed that he's become a little bit more forward-thinking. He's still not good. Just, just, just. So for any Forest fans that were just kind of concerned that they might have changed their mind, he's still not good. He's still dirty. He's still petulant and stuff like that. Just the team is not completely crap. So it's covered by that now kind of thing. So, but yeah, I think apparently a comfortable 2-0 win could have been a bit more. Could have gone a little bit the other way as well. So,
0: um, so as as you correctly said, Matt, this is point everywhere. Um, Paul went a little bit high With a 3-0, so it's just the one point. Uh, Of the three people you predicted score, you only predicted two for a start, and neither of them scored. Um, Matt, as the Forest fan, you also went in with a 3-0. Of the three you predicted, uh, you didn't get either of the goal scorers. Just one point there for you. Um, I went conservative. I went with a 1-0. But it's still points, points, points. Uh, unfortunately for me, I only ever picked one-person skull for forest, and it was not that person that scored goals. Um, anybody who knows how the book goes and how the format goes, and you know it generally goes in kind of a kind of a list, same week in week out, might have realised that I missed somebody on the list because Stu decided I've got this one in the bag. It's going to be two 0 well, that's correct prediction. Two points. He's like, I, uh, I, I've obviously misspelt uh, Ghana here. Uh, uh, with I put a couple of B's in, and you know, it's all gone a bit wrong. But I did get uh, get from you uh, Yates, Stew. So that's uh, that's another another point there. That's that's three three points for you from one game.
1: Excellent. Truly,
3: truly harrowing. I, I I can almost recall now the groan that was let out when I said that name last week by Matt. <laughs> and it's uh, I'd say it's come to fruition, but as as you've already pointed out, it went off 35 different body parts before falling in the net. I'm, I'm, I might not be picking it again so soon.
0: Speaking of the resident Hull fan, uh, his team took on Reading. Uh, Reading versus Hull City. Now then, Stu, let's finish up the week strong with points, points, points. What was the score in Reading versus Hull? Okay,
3: so yeah, nice uh, little local trip out for the Hull boys down to Reading. finished, Reading won, Hull won, and the goals were scored by Holmes and Mike Wilkes for Hull. There was all sorts of confusion about that opening goal, about who who possibly scored, but uh, it was pretty clear cut on the the replay. I'm not quite sure why that got goosed, but it did. Um, Wilkes' goal was from quite a distance, and it felt a little bit like a keeper error, Um, but it sort of squirmed under his glove and and found its way in from from a good distance uh, by all accounts the Hull City goalkeeper had a decent game Baxter Um, but akin to uh, Paul's penalty shout in the Middlesbrough game there definitely should have been a penalty for Reading late on as uh, Dishon Bernard handled and pressed from Marley Carroll and uh, it got waved away thankfully so we escaped with a point I guess, are we going to get any points out of a 1-1 draw is the
0: question. That is the question, and the answer is no. No, we're not. (laughs) Um, I I like to draw things out every now and then, but every now and then I like to just get to the the meat of it. Uh, Nobody predicted a draw of any sort. We've got Hull win 2-0 for Paul. Reading win 2-0 for Stu. 2-1 Reading win for Matt and a 2-0 a 2-0 Hull win for myself means no points unless one of us put down Wilkes to score a goal and that'd be this guy points on the board so in three games that's three not four that's three three games I'm holding a pen I'm not Not that. That. Three games. Our last place contender, Matthew Moore, with just the one point. Our third place contender is Paul Williams with two points. Second, weirdly, is this guy with three points... And for God knows how many times this season, we've got a 1, 2, 3, 4 for the week scores. Winning the week with four points from three games. Stuart, host of the Getting Over podcast, Woodmansey. Congratulations to you, sir. Thank you. Now then, Paul. What, what's tickling your fancy this week where do you want to go next
1: well seeing as we've only got one game each to predict let's do the predictions for next week then we'll round it off by having a nice chat about football because as at time of recording some changes might have gone out around who can and can not go to football anymore so I imagine we might need to have a nice long chat about that. So let's do the predictions first, so we don't get swayed by, you know, general feelings of anger and frustration, etc., etc. <laughs> Isn't
3: that just fairly regular for the teams that we cover? I mean, it's <laughs> like yeah, pretty much.
0: Okay. If you want to talk, if you want to talk uh, upcoming games, as a keep. Uh, saying and as I keep being informed Only three games to discuss A game a piece, A game per team um, I believe I'm reliably informed This is the format for the rest of the year um, So Week in week out it's just the three uh, We're going to start Where we finished Hull City Versus another city Dear to my heart Bristol isn't that right, Paul? Um
1: Yeah, and unfortunately that, that that probably sounds worse than you probably intended it to Well yeah you know. for the old copy rhyming slangs out there. So. Bri-
0: Bristol broad, <laughs> born and bred, aren't I? Come on.
1: Oh yeah, love love a bit of Bristol. So many a year there in your youth.
0: Oh absolutely. Uh Stu, as is the way you so will pick last. Um, I have already put some scores on the boards so I will pepper my scores in as I see fit but I think this week, this time it's the man cleaning his glasses as we speak Paul Williams to kick us off with Hull City versus Bristol City
1: You're absolutely right I... I, uh... I see I see a I see a, I foresee a two nil hull win Oof, on this one.
0: Beautiful. Scorers.
1: I feel uh, I feel almost obliged to go for the customary honeyman strike. It seems to be doing the rounds for this particular sort of stretch of the season. Okay. Um, and that will be accompanied by a Malik Wilkes
0: Thunderbolt love it I have gone a little bit more conservative on this one I've gone with a 1-0 Hull City victory and if I keep saying his name he's eventually going to get a goal Lewis Potter although I think he scored in the last couple of weeks Um, Matt I've gone for a two-one Hull win,
2: um, and I've gone for Honeyman because you know I was I was first on that on that um, <laughs> on that bandwagon. Everyone else is just copying me now. Um, <laughs> I've also jumped on the uh, Lewis Potter bandwagon, you know the the whole Lewis grabbing um, as it were, exactly. uh, and then just taking a break from uh, being Stu's badminton mate and leading in Coldplay
0: uh, Chris Martin for the Bristol City goal. <laughs> Lovely stuff. So, Stu I'm I'm thinking uh, it's going to be a three-nil Bristol City win. <laughs> did
3: uh, did you say one-nil KLP? Yeah. Yeah. Just control C, control V. Stick that oh, one straight.
0: Really. In there. He's actually <laughs> backed his I've own gone for... team.
3: Yep. So if we lose, I'll go back to type next
0: week. I well, mean, you know, it's a system that works, isn't it? <laughs> Speaking of systems that work, Stoke City are taking on Middlesbrough. Newly manager appointed Middlesbrough have got uh, all the all the tricks in the bag, and they're putting those tricks out on the out on the field, out on the pitch. So, Paul, you will pick last, having heard what everybody else has correctly predicted. Um, Matt, Stoke City versus Middlesbrough.
2: Um, I have gone for a Desmond two all draw.
0: Hmm. <coughs> Interesting.
2: Stoke score a lot of goals, they also concede a lot of goals. So I've gone with Nick Powell and Stephen Fletcher to score the Stoke goals. And what more crooks to score the borough goals.
0: Okay. Um I reckon Middlesbrough have got this one. 2-0 to Middlesbrough, Tavernier and Coburn to score them their goals. Stew, Not
3: too dissimilar to Matt's I've gone for a draw but I've gone for a 1-1 draw uh, I've also got Fletcher to score for Stoke but I've gone for Spallar for Borough
0: OK the Borough fan tell us how it is
1: Originally I was going to go for Stu's pick on this one I was also going to go for a 1-1 draw but Earlier this week, I was listening to a borough podcast where they had a Stoke perspective on there, and their their uh, their Stoke fan managed to obviously pull pull a card straight from the Middlesbrough supporters' handbook and had nothing but like you know negative stuff to say about his own club, which got me thinking that maybe they're not as like you know strength, maybe they're strength ridden and you know as. As high qualities I uh, I, uh, I originally had them down in my head, so I will go
2: for us to sneak a one nil win. Love it. My father in law was twisting about the manager, saying that he was they weren't impressed with him. So O'Neill, yeah,
1: I think he's done all right for him. has he's like he sort of stabilised him and then got him back up towards the sort of top eight and stuff. I think from where they
2: came from.
1: Hmm. Hmm and now who's gonna score the goal? Well it was the right wing back this week or last week, so why don't we go for the left wing back this week? So we'll go for Baller. I obviously just hate points though I, <laughs> That's what I mean that like he just gone
3: topical. The Ash is starting. You've picked a cricketing name.
1: Well, I did a, a spoiler alert. I did. I did tune into it last night and then was like, ah, oh, you know, get a get a good start. And then first ball, <laughs> unbelievable. It's <laughs> just like bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> no, stu- stupidly, I stayed up till three. So, oh, dude. just to see if they could turn it round. <laughs> <laughs> no because it was uh, At that point I was like Ooh, I wonder how many wikis I can actually view Before I go to
0: the It is. Our final game of the week Swansea City Taking on Nottingham Forest uh, As I said previously it's, an al- hmm? it's another case of sloppy seconds It is Uh, As I said earlier, I was going to pepper my predictions in. And I'm going first this time. Swansea City, one. Nottingham Forest, two. Grimes, for Swansea City. And he's got to get them 60 goals somewhere. Grabs and Johnson. So, Matt will go last. Paul let's go back to you for more predictions.
1: Mm. Mm. It's the uh, it's the it's the old boy return thingy again. But again, it's not a footballer, it's the manager this time, isn't it? So it's the ex Swansea boss going back to Swansea with his new team. Uh it's got all the hallmarks of a smash and grab nil-one, on it? Let's be honest.
0: No one's forest.
1: Certainly is. And that forest goal, my friend, will be scored by Alex Mighton.
2: Alright, in, in from the
1: cold, Alex Mighton.
0: Okay, well, there's that. Stew.
1: I have also
3: gone Swansea nil for one as a surprise to nobody
0: that it's going to be scored by grabbing go cool on then Matt what's really going down in this game
2: I obviously I, I don't put much I, I, put, I put thought into my predictions um, and then I realise I just go out the same ones all the time so I've gone with the 2-all draw um, with, with, uh, with this one um, I kind of took the balance of obviously it's the manager going back to his ex-club but also like they didn't really want him to leave well, it's a funny situation but we um, yeah, have two all draw um, I've gone Graben and Johnson for Forrest Pirot for uh, one of my Swansea scorer, uh, goal scorers and the an next Forrest player that didn't really get a chance probably deserved a bit more of a chance uh, Jamie Patterson for the second one Um
0: so yeah, two draw there.
1: That's it. I had completely forgotten that he played for Forest.
2: He was there a while as well.
0: That is it. The book is closed. The predictions are done. Now then, at this point in time, I'm thinking if there's plenty to discuss in this week in football, what might be an idea is to take an ever so small break, which for you listeners, stroke watchers will be merely a moment, and for us will be a little bit longer. So, we will be right back. See? Yeah, you like that one? Right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recording in progress. In theory, unless anything blew up in the break, she is right. Recording is, in fact, in progress. So, uh, nothing's happened in the news this week that will affect football in any way, shape or form. That's correct, yes? Cool, Okay. so any other business? Let's move on. I mean,
3: it it, it won't affect football. It'll affect the people going to watch the football, I I assume. Uh, Yeah, well, so
1: obviously... It's, amongst other things the the government has been put under well I say put under they've put themselves under pressure basically by being fools but <laughs> the uh, Prime Minister has come out today obviously to date the recording of this particular week's podcast um, there's some new regulations in relation to uh, public events I believe it's now that masks are mandatory in indoor events such as cinemas and theatres, was one that I heard, and COVID pass or lateral flow test required at sporting events. The NHS COVID pass or a negative lateral flow test will be required at unseated outdoor venues with more than 4,000 people and any venue with more than 10,000 people. Prime Minister Boris Johnson said the latest measures will be introduced in a week's
2: time. So, Whereas right.
0: that he's having a ten thousand people knees up at his gaff and they can do whatever they like.
1: As I said, no. As I said to no, you, is <laughs> he'll make sure it's a nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine person gathering at a, at a location where you know there's certain regulations that were absolutely adhered to at all times. It won't be a
3: gathering. It will be a business meeting with cheese and wine and no social distancing. <laughs> The That's, world, it. That's
1: it. That's the one. i'd forgotten. so how
3: silly of me. How silly. Uh, w- but where does that? Stead- the, f- the football stadium, then? Because technically, it's kind of outside, but kind of inside.
1: I think it's just going to basically. It, it's going to boil down to your, your size of crowd. Isn't it? It's obviously.
3: I mean, if it's over uh, ten thousand, I don't think. We particularly need to worry massively at the moment. Right, well, I was going to
1: say, a perfect case in point for me would obviously be the fact that if, if I go to pools, I might not have to wear a mask, but if I went to Borough, I almost have, I almost certainly would have to.
3: <laughs> I just have this vision now of like the poor, the poor person on the, the, the turnstile going,
1: 9,998,
3: 9,999, <laughs> sound the alarm, put the masks on.
1: <laughs> Well, the they might just have, like they'll just have a box of them, won't they, underneath the <laughs> uh, underneath the counter? And as
2: the ten thousandth person comes in, she's like, "Get it on, <laughs> get it and on." You went, like you just, do when you go into Tesco and you forget it, and the security yeah. guard
1: hands you Exactly. <laughs> or, or what it could be is that when the ten thousandth person—I can't even say it—ten thousandth person comes in, they get a mask and they uh, they actually say, "As well, oh, and could you just go around and hand?
0: Can you just pass other the, hand, take hand one, one and pass it, it on." It on. <laughs> Take want to pass it on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> drop down,
2: drop down from the roof like a, like an aeroplane.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think take, take one and pass it on has kind of been the theme of the last two years. Oh, maybe, very
1: been... good. Very good. Lovely. Oh, oh dear. dear. So, so that, I like,
0: I'm
3: going to have to follow, follow like, it a little closely because we've actually just uh, secured some tickets to go to to watch on Boxing Day against Blackburn at home. Um, Taking the troops, Mr Walker and uh, his little one is going to come with us so it'll be her first game as well. Um, But yeah, it would be really annoying if it all gets sort of canned now because of that. Well there's... um there has been other COVID-related rumblings, hasn't there, in the football news this week, seeing as uh, everybody's favourite team from North London now have 13 confirmed cases. Eight players and five... Huh? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm, I'm clearly talking about Tottenham. Um, th- I, I, just, I don't know if you guys have caught the press conference or anything that Conte did today. He just basically sat there and went, yeah, I'm at it, we don't know. Um, yeah, I could get it next. I could have it now. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't mean, think I'm sorry. Uh, wrong. But, but yeah, he's... Uh, I mean, how does that work? Like, have, have we got... Have they got a, a deep enough squad or will it be a case of... Will they, will they reach a point where they can start postponing fixtures again?
1: I imagine they'll have that as the sort of, like, the, like Trump card for want of a better phrase, to sort of like just drop if they absolutely need to. Well, they'll just, they'll, they'll just, they'll, they'll stop the crowd going in first, won't they? They'll just say, play behind closed doors or play with a reduced capacity and so that, but, mm. I don't know. I mean, like, it? There's, there's obviously, like, sorry, Matt, there's, there's obviously like places that are doing it already, so, there was a game, last night, there was a couple of games about last night in the Champions League, I think, uh, Ajax played in front of no fans um, in Amsterdam there was another game I can remember watching in I I can't, can't like me think which one it was but that was also played in a in a closed stadium it looks to, it looks like tonight Bayern versus Barcelona has been played behind closed doors as well so um,
2: those, country, those, those those countries have gone into a lockdown already, haven't they? Whereas yeah. we're hedging our bets as, as uh, you know previously proved as a successful method of combating uh, COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. The, the Tottenham thing is obviously they're not going to go to close behind closed doors. Cause obviously, the players have it, so it technically is not a threat to the public. But they're just going to get to the point, like you said, the squad's just going to be, you know, thirteen. Was it eight players? Is it eight players and five yeah. staff? the way around. So at the moment, you yeah. kind of would have thought, with the amount of money that the Spuds have spent on players, that, that that they'd have enough players. But you know, what's the quality like? Probably well, not good. But they've got a Euro- Europa League game, or what is it? No, not even well, Europa they, League. Is it? They wish they had a Europa League, <laughs> game, my friend. They <laughs> wish. Like the FA Vars of Europa League or something <laughs> like that um, apart from people actually want to win the FA Vars um, but they've got that game on, they've got that game tomorrow I don't know if that's at home or whether that's away but you're going to get yourself to the point where players are stuck somewhere for 10 days or whatever kind of thing so yeah, yeah. Well, Surely like if, if worse came to worse then like, they'd
1: either have to put in the under-23s, which in theory should be separate from the first-team squad anyway, um, or they just have to forfeit the game, surely. Because you'd imagine what? it's there, like, it'll, be, it'll be protocol that they haven't followed, which has sort of led to them
2: contracting it, you'd imagine. All it's a funny one, isn't it, because I think if, if we, if, you know, if, if someone said to you, right, tell us what the protocol for NFL is, um, like COVID nineteen, we could probably give it a good stab at. Kind of, all right, you know. If you're vaccinated, you get five days. If you if you're not vaccinated, it's ten days. If you're Aaron Rodgers, lie for it for a bit and hope you get away with it. Well, just um, mean, so what not
0: what just, do do just Aaron Rodgers, though, is it?
2: Yeah, no. Oh God, do, no. what
1: do you do? Mean, you say that you've got the vaccine, but you've actually just got someone to lie for you and produce a document that says you've got the vaccine.
0: Uh, you so play like, you play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, us. don't you?
1: Yeah, you would. You would need to be best friends with Tom
2: Brady for that to happen. But that's, that's I'm really surprised that. he hasn't killed him for that. But obviously, different pod. Um, but like the football protocol, like football, football. I haven't got a clue what the procedures are, and there's no, there doesn't seem to be any transparency with it, or whether it's different from club to club, or whether the FA have a kind of set set kind of, set of standards or what. But I mean, they've not
3: they've not taken. I mean, obviously, we're, we're we've we kind of came out of full lockdown, obviously all ready to go back in, but there's been this sort of attitude, particularly of like here, where, you know, the rules have been relaxed to, like, to the nth degree, pretty much, whereas in some spots, they've still been taking it as, like, sticking in the bubbles, and, like, keeping everything secure, and it kind of pr- protects the fixture, as, as, as well as the, sort of, the players and staff and what have you, but, I mean, Footballers over here have been getting up to, like, regular life, haven't they, in the meantime, mixing mm-hmm. with, you know, it, it's, it, I don't, I think saying that it's them not following protocol could be a bit of, a bit of a disservice, because, I mean, if they really want, they could go down Tesco's and lick everything in the shop,
2: no, exactly. no rules
3: against it, but, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I don't know, I, I, it's a difficult one, really, I, 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 I'm more on the lines of it's. It's probably just one person has unfortunately got it, and then obviously it's it's just spreads like wildfire. So it
2: but could it, it could happen in any place of work. Realistic, yeah, you
3: yeah.
2: You know they they yeah they, you know, they go eat in the same place. Obviously, they get changing changing rooms, which aren't particularly spacious. But then you go to you know the local wherever. People work and it's still in like closed spaces and mm. it's, it, it's funny yeah. you say
1: that because I don't know if I don't know if any of you actually watched the um, the Spurs all or nothing documentary, but obviously the part of that was obviously that took place during the first when it when it first broke out and stuff like that, and one of the first things they did was they actually moved from the football dressing rooms into the American football dressing room because there was more space. Huh. So I would imagine that potentially, they've just they've just never stopped using that, really, and just used that for the football, so they had more space to
2: sit in. Yeah. But who knows? Be interested to see how it goes, because obviously they've play, fully played teams as well with players and that, so. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean you won't you wouldn't want to be that team playing them this week, would you? No.
1: I'm trying to find who it is. Let I me mean, just have a look.
3: What in the uh in Europa the Conference? Yeah. The Conference of League North of That's
1: Europa. the one. No, to be fair, it's actually it's actually a reputable team this one. It's Red. So,
3: taking busy time out of their kitchen fitting schedule to uh, <laughs>
1: fit in a game well it was I can't remember who the team was that they played there was a team that played the uh, the last round and they were getting absolutely panned for getting beaten by them and I think it was because it was like a Slovenian was it Slovenian team that I think the guy, uh, the guy covered it for Sky Sports at the time said that he would have been embarrassed uh, taking a Conference team there and not getting a
2: result. God, that was is it? Jamie, Jamie, what's his name? Jamie O'Hara That's it. Yeah. I mean, he he kind of he went the, the deep end. Was that was not even there, was not was not even there? He'd gone way past the deep end. They were disgraced. Never should play for Tottenham again. Can't. Like, yeah. So give <laughs> it, a football team. Calm down.
3: He'd obviously been spending his time watching the old uh, Jamie Carragher Roy Keane argument, and thought, "I'll have some
1: of that." That was funny as that; just so good.
0: So, anything else? News-based. I've
1: got nothing. Yeah, that was kind of it for me. It's been a bit. It, strange enough, it's been a bit of a bit of a quiet week, really.
3: I suppose just to tie up the, the loose end of last week's podcast, that it was confirmed about Ralph Ranick and he got his work permit through, didn't he? Won his first game in charge at, uh, against Palace. So that kind of tied that, as, as we always say about things changing 20 minutes after we finish recording, that pretty much was when he got his work permit. So uh, you're welcome for that, Ralph. Enjoy that. <laughs>
2: Obviously, Carrick left the club completely, was not he? Yeah, oh,
3: yeah.
2: I, I was yeah, just going to say
1: that. That's that's the one thing that did come out of it, which was a bit of a surprise because obviously he's been there since what the mid two thousands and had been part of Solskjaer's backroom team. And I I thought he was quite highly regarded by the club
2: as a whole, so I was surprised, but I thought they would have wanted to keep him on. And I think it's a personal decision. I don't think it was. Oh, fair enough.
1: The, the club decision.
2: I think he decided to go.
1: See that I've to seen. me, that to me would indicate that he's maybe got, he's maybe been lined up for a job elsewhere, potentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like after Christmas, you see him, yeah, announced as either someone's assistant or as the new head coach of insert football club here, That's why I should have done the uh, the old, Atlanta, with a mouth and just you know just leave you the blank space to insert club name here. So like in fact, that. let's just read. Let's just read that. So yes. So I wouldn't be surprised if in uh, January Michael Carrick leaves to go to. Um there you go. There we go.
0: <laughs> so if there's no more news, I think that brings us to the any other business section.
1: Well, Paul's a part of their pulls a part of their manager, didn't they? So kind of kind of shafted me on that one, didn't it? Um, they did win in the FA Cup second round, though, so they're going to actually get through to the third round of the FA Cup. Oh, that's a point. Can you lads remember off the top of your head who Hull and Forrest
2: drew? I've still got Arsenal for, it seems like every other year we get Arsenal or Chelsea. So, yeah, so we'll enjoy our 90 minutes in the FA Cup this year and uh, <laughs> see you next year, lads. Um, yeah, disappointed. I was hoping to get, I was hoping to get a team up here. To be honest, <laughs> well, that's the, it's that sort of thing where, like, obviously every year that it happens, I
1: was hoping for Pools to get through to the third round, which they did, and then at some point get the inevitable Hartlepool versus Borough or Borough versus Hartlepool. Pauls Forest would have been good because that that's obviously one we could have gone to. Um, <coughs> any
2: any Hull, Hull versus Forest. Middlesbrough versus Forest. any any northeast teams I would have been like yeah brilliant I'll go but, um, but no Arsenal again and
3: uh, I don't want to see that so I won't be going Hull have also drawn the uh, shitty end of that lottery ticket in the respect of we got Everton at home so it's no. not it, it's one of them where like I mean if they could go and get a shock result probably won't but I don't mind Everton I just don't think that they've got the draw that you either want somebody that you're guaranteed to get through against, or somebody that you're going to get absolutely smashed and take the money from. So, and we got neither.
1: Well, to round out the draw, um, this this is in fact the way that the balls came out. In fact, so Mansfield were drawn at home to Middlesbrough. The next ball out was Hartlepool.
3: Nah
1: couldn't believe it so Pools ended up getting drawn at home to Blackpool so at least they got a pool derby and do you know what though that that could have ups there in
3: on that one at least they've got a shout there
1: as soon as it well as soon as it came up I was just thinking oh no if Pools at least don't get beaten by them Stu's going to say see all the best teams don't lose, against, don't lose at home <laughs> to Blackpool so this guy knows <laughs> so I'm a bit, I'm a bit screwed either way, aren't I? So, but yeah, that that sort of, that that sort of would round up our any other business section and uh, potentially launches our FA Cup stuff that will start in
2: January. It could be done and dusted in <laughs> January. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Starts on the 8th. Finishes uh, on
0: the 8th. <sighs> well, if there's nothing else, I'll... Uh... Oh, know. I, I was wondering if Stu was trying to uh, attempt to say he had something.
3: Yeah, so, you remember last week we talked about maybe finding something a bit nicer and possibly funnier to finish on. I remember. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't an intentional look. This just literally fell into my lap this afternoon when I was having a quick look, a quick look through the football stuff. And um, did anybody see anything from the Fleetwood versus Bolton game? They have a <coughs> random one for me to pick out. I was hoping you might say that. So, play was stopped as Bolton were taking, essentially, defensive throwing. And anyone want to guess in this day and age what play was stopped for?
1: I, I must admit, something just flashed up. And I sort of, like, just skipped past it completely. So I won't answer, but I'll see if either of these two can get it.
0: Uh, A a cat on the pitch.
3: You're
2: in the right ballpark. Yeah, maybe not a million miles away. Squirrel or something like that, or...? So, there there was a pitch
3: invader. But play, play had to be stopped as um, a duck. Just decided to take a little wander around on the pitch. Um, prompting lots of hilarious tweets and uh, comments about what happened. Some of which were, he's clearly there to play on the wing. Which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> um, referee, disappointing performance because no foul was given. Um, but but the, the, the best headline of all of it was uh, the fact it was billed. Build Fleetwood hey! Quack, which I quite enjoyed. So yeah, so I thought that was quite a, quite a fun little story. But I did enjoy all of all of the puns that came with
1: it. Yeah, I was just gonna say Fleet Fleetwood Quack is just top notch. It's that that's that's like next next level shit pun in it, Let's be fair.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I thought you'd enjoy enjoy the uh, the punnage.
0: Very much so. Well. As uh, as local news ends in a similar way with something uh, nice from the local area about a cat getting rescued from a tree, we've got ducks getting rescued from the football field. That is the end of our podcast, and end at the end of our time here. Not in life, hopefully.
2: Shit, integrates that. Um,
0: <laughs> thank you all to uh, you, gentlemen, for. Uh, taking these lovely people from the often and sometimes choppy waters of the football world. Join us next week when we're back at it. Three more games predicted, three more to predict, and who knows what might have happened by then. Maybe next week it'll be a horse on the pitch. We shall see. Nah, if,
1: it's, if there's a horse anywhere near it, a Newcastle fan will just, they'll just pop up and chin it, so let's, let's not let let's not go
0: through <laughs> it. There you go. Right. Thank you very much, <laughs> gentlemen. I will see you next week. Bye. So, there we go. What do you think of that? Big thanks to everyone for jumping on and filling your ears and eyes with football goodness. If you're checking us out on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts, do consider subscribing, that way you know when there's more episodes of your favourite podcast. You can also jump over to the website, it's cookiecast.com, check us out over there, and you can get in touch with us, social media, email, whatever you like, it's there, and you can drop us a line. That's it for this one, until next time I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.